Hey guys. <laughs> Hello and welcome to what? What's up? <laughs> such a fucking oh, I'm such a child. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hello, everybody, and welcome to Learning Things with Kyle and Phil. I'm Phil. And I'm Kyle. And today we got a nice another homeroom episode. <laughs> I got my cat. As, <laughs> as, as my fucking cat comes in here. Jesus Christ. My guy knew we were recording. Yeah. Yes, How many welcome. takes are we going to have to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to homeroom number two. Man, this was such a pleasure um, getting together with you again. Yeah, man. For real. Um, we, we never meet without a host. I mean, that? we never meet without a guest. Yeah, this is only our second time meeting without a guest since our very, very, very first episode. Yeah. And I think it came at a really good time, man. I've been having crazy weeks, and we've been kind of going through a good amount of stuff with our guests and scheduling and yeah. yada, yada, yada. And it's just been great to kind of sit back down and just get back to ground zero with you, you know yeah I mean? man and just kind of catch up and just also to like remember that it's like we started doing a podcast so we could control our own fate <laughs> you know instead of always worrying about other people's schedules or what other people are doing it's like we can just record the fucking thing mm-hmm. and just do it and you know get it done it feels nice yeah, yeah i feel like a load has been like kind of lifted off of my shoulders a little bit you know yeah, for sure uh for and sure. it was just cool <laughs> catching up with you you know as usual yeah just like bill withers said you need a friend. I'm here, you know, I'm here to carry carry the load. <laughs> Help you carry that load, my friend. Hell yeah! <laughs> and I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry your load. Bill Withers, oh, the I'm Black Bon Jovi. Give <laughs> 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 her, you know. Let's call a spade a spade here. Great stuff. I love it. (laughs) The soul of America. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's fucking embarrassing. I hate Bon Jovi. No, no, I I actually meant Bruce Springsteen. He's more like Bruce Springsteen is better. Bon Jovi kind of sucks. Yeah. (laughs) But they're both from New Jersey, so I'll fight you. Are they really? Yeah, yeah. They both are, yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Anyways, man. Um, yeah, let's get this. Uh, yeah, rolling. Yeah, good talking with you, and we'll 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 get into some sponsors here for you guys, so we can get right into the episode. Um, as always, we want to recognize our lovely Coco Jordana. Thank you so much for uh, constantly supporting us and giving us the um, access to your wonderful eye, your wonderful lens. Uh, our photos came out amazing. I'm distributing all of my personal photos right now to a lot of agents and casting directors throughout New York City and LA. Um, You are an incredible photographer. Please go check her out. She is currently running a promo code with us. Uh, If you contact her, let her know that you listen to the podcast by using the promo code LEARN20. That's capital L-E-A-R-N, LEARN20, and shoot her a message uh, through email uh, at Coco, or so you can find her email at um, at cocojordanaphotography.com. That's C O C O J O U R D A N A photography.com. You can also find her on Instagram at Coco Jordana. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you so so much. And we'll make sure to have uh, all the links and stuff in the description, guys, because uh, we've heard some of your comments and uh, message received. Message so received. <laughs> you can also find her if you want to get to her website and you're you're on ours. You can head over to our website. And at the very bottom of the homepage, if you just click her icon, it will take you right there, and you're all set. 
Uh, for our next sponsor, we would love to give a shout out to Good Luck Dry Cleaners. Thank you guys so much. Phil Reese, you're an amazing person. You're putting together so many great things right now. We've been talking. I cannot wait for more things to come. Good Luck Dry Cleaners is an absolutely amazing art gallery started here in New York City. It moves around. It hops around. They curate their thing, uh, their their galleries specifically for uh, maybe a couple months at a time, maybe a week. Maybe they'll do a pop-up with some big partners and sponsors. Please, please, please check them out on Instagram at Good Luck Dry Cleaners. That's just Good Luck Dry Cleaners, all one word. They also have amazing merch on their website, www.goodluckdrycleaners.com. We rep some of their shirts on uh, on our episodes. If you haven't seen them, they also make uh, masks, uh, hoodies, and all kinds of other stuff. Even a fucking marker if you want to get a marker that's yeah. good luck dry cleaning. No, they have a uh, they have great merch, guys. Honestly, I mean, I have one of their shirts. Uh, I have one of their masks as well. Uh, cool thing about the mask: number one, it says New York hates you, so that's awesome. Uh, but number two, it has uh, it's not only just like a regular mask that you can kind of pull up, you know. But it also has like a little pouch uh, where you can put an N95 filter, uh, you know, if you still want to uh, be using one of those. So it can be officially safe and fashionable. Go check them out. Go check them out. Good luck, dry cleaners. And lastly, we want to say thank you to our sponsor, Peaceful Squirrel. You guys have been great. Please send us more snacks. We are eating and going through them like crazy. Um, Peaceful Squirrel is a health forward snack company delivered right to your door um they curate boxes for you based on your needs your health needs whether you're gluten intolerant whether you want something that's vegan uh anything like that uh peaceful squirrel is the way to go even if you're having an event um please get a hold of them they are on amazon if you just search peaceful squirrel on amazon they are also located at the bottom of our homepage. Um, they are a, a company that Phil loves uh, because of the access to the snacks that he needs because you are gluten intolerant. Yeah. So, so they, uh, yeah, I would say like Peaceful Squirrel is, is pretty, uh, they're really solid, honestly. If anybody has any like dietary restrictions uh, or just wants to eat more healthy, uh, it's a great way to kind of do that because not only does it give you the things that are, uh, you know, good for you and all that stuff, uh, but they, they taste amazing. You know, so that's 100%. really good, too. 100%. 100%. You know, so I love out. them. Go check it out. Yep. Peaceful Squirrel. They're located at the bottom of our homepage, just as all of our sponsors are. And lastly, I just want to give a personal shout out to my great friend, Matthew Jacob. Uh, brother, I'm so, so proud of you. Uh, today, you are going to be releasing uh, your first single as a solo artist. It's going to be called, it is called Chakra Song. Uh, it's going to be out everywhere that you stream music. Uh, right now he's trying to uh, garner some Instagram love, so please go check him out, Matt Jacob Official. That is Matt Jacob Official. Um, he's going to be releasing a video this Friday today at 4 p.m., also with a Q&A, so you can go follow him over there. Um, nice. He's been a versatile, uh, lifelong musician who I met through acting class, um, and you'll hear everything. Uh, through his studio performance, which he's going to be having besides the drums. Um, but I met him long ago in my first acting class in New York City. Um, just a straight-up dude, uh, extremely, extremely talented, and I'm so happy for you making this move. Please go check him out as well. Just give him some love, man. Is it rap or is it like rock? To you. 
What you say? Is it rap or like, is it rock, acoustic? What's up? Uh, yeah, it's it's um, it's actually it's funny because this episode we're talking a lot about drugs and acid and everything like that. It's uh, it's a kind of like an indie. It's it, it's indie rock. I'll, nice. I'll, I'll call it indie rock. Okay, cool. Um, I'm not sure if that's exactly what he uh. Uh, he wants to. Yeah, he's uh, probably throwing a chair it. across the room right now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, like, "You yeah. fucking idiot! It's psychedelic thrash rock, you yeah. fuck." But I mean, <laughs> you know, in this episode, we're talking a lot about the unknown and the ego, uh, and like you know, ego death, and just finding yourself and helping yourself grow, and 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 how psychedelics can help that. And um, I know, as he, as he told me right here, you know, this 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 song um, is really aiming to promote awareness about the importance of introspection. Okay, there and, you go. Um, it, as the as the video does as well. Um, if you if you watch the video on YouTube, um, and it it was all created with the, um, the intention of summoning a higher awareness. Okay. Um, if only for a moment. So go check him out, Matt Jacob official. Love you, brother. Good luck on this, and uh, we'll see you guys in class. All right. See you in a bit. Uh, oh, wow. Man. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. I hey. can't hear you at all, but I can hear you through. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but you can hear me through the headphones. That's, that's good, because that's how a mixer is supposed to work. Uh, <laughs> up until now, the mixer has not been working at all. It's only been recording the yeah. audio. And then that's about it. Guys, I don't know if you guys can know this. Uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast, all that shit, whatever. But listen, I bought this for $100 off of eBay because I wanted to make my dreams happen. Okay? Dreams are happening. Right? And then I contacted Kyle. I was like, bro, bring your Manhattan pretty face over here. We're going to start a podcast. He said, okay. He got some of the equipment. I got some of the equipment. We started putting fucking headphones in the goddamn thing. And it can't let us hear what we're recording. Right. So up until now... <laughs> It's just been an adventure that we were hoping for. And we're ill as fuck. Like, we know. There's like 30 of you, but 30 of you dig the shit out of what we're doing. Okay? So we know we're ill as fuck right now. But imagine how ill we could be if we could actually hear the shit we were saying to people when it was happening. I got my mixer. I'll bring it over once I get it out. There you go. Man, I've been been sleeping on couches since August, man. I'm not afraid to admit that to any motherfucker out there, man. I've been fucking sleeping on couches. I've been grinding like a motherfucker. I got all my shit in storage. And today, I'm locking down that motherfucking apartment, boy. There you go, man. Locking down an apartment. <laughs> fucking, that's... Yeah, we moving up big. We are. The we mixer, are moving the, up. The mixer's going to come out. It is going to come the out. The mixer's going to come out. By the way, we need another... We need a sponsor for a mixer. A, 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 a Alesis? Alesis? Alesis, I think it is Alesis, called. Alesis, yeah, whatever yeah. you are. We need you. <laughs> Yeah, come out to the show. Uh, we need you. Come hang with the boys. We'll interview you. I'm I'm assuming, uh, you know, the CEO probably isn't too busy right now. I mean, you know, it's not like it's the pandemic and everybody's making a podcast. You know? Yeah, not. Right. <laughs> well, I hope not. I know everybody's writing a book. Um, everybody's doing everything. Everybody's saying they're doing everything, but not really doing shit. You know. Well. That's actually, that, I mean, that's always though. That is true. That is <laughs> Especially true. Especially in New York. And I was, I will admit, I was that way for some time. Oh yeah, I, I was I like that way. Wait, I mean, I like to wait on, uh, on, on shit. And like, yeah. You know, you think things are gonna come to you, but that never happens. I'm high right now. 
you know like i understand it you know there's the bro if you if this if these cameras could turn around there's some shit on the table let me tell you you know what i mean i know about partying and be like dude next, this next time shit's gonna be legit but no you gotta make shit happen for yourself super legit speaking of and that's books, what we're doing the reason i brought that up is actually because i am working on a book right now oh wow with my cousin and my sister actually. cousin book nice um i don't know if all of you know but i'm also a photographer and yeah, I just presented a, a book idea to my sister and my cousin uh, involving my photography and their poetry. All right. My sister has been writing poetry for a long, long time, um, more so as a hobby. She did, I think, back in high school or maybe when she was 20, 21, she did kind of put out uh, a poetry, like, kind of pamphlet, I guess you could say. Nice, it wasn't okay. like a legit published book or anything like that. But uh, my cousin has written several books, several novels. And he has also made a living off of his poetry as well. And God damn. Right now, he, he lives in Austin, Texas with his wife, who is also coming out with a book, Leah James. I cannot wait to read it. You're fucking amazing. Uh, they're an a lot of plugs. Family. <laughs> a lot of plugs in this anecdote. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> not even trying to, but, you know, this is what's going on. In my hey, dude, it's all a family, yeah. dude. You're all ch- and you're trying to get it done and everything. That's fucking legit, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. So I've tried to write a book uh, before, but I can get through it. I think I think I need to start learning how to read books first. You know, <laughs> that's the I thing. need to learn how to read. In yeah. General. If anybody can help me with uh, those things called uh, ABCs, you know those uh, those squiggly lines that make sounds. If one of you guys, if one of our fans, could come and teach me how to read on the learning things, the squiggly lines, <laughs> squiggly lines with sounds. You know, if we're now that's what uh, that's what uh, what are they called? Uh, Alibets, uh, the uh, Alibets cereal. I love those that. Alphabets. <laughs> yeah, those alphabets, dude. They're if anybody can help me read those things. Uh, if anybody can help me read God's language, uh, help me, uh, please, please. And also welcome to learning things, guys. You may have noticed why there's no guests, uh, here today. It's because we're here for a homeroom episode number two. We're here for homeroom episode number two. Hell yeah. I'm excited, man. It's been a long time since you and I have sat here and talked together. (laughs) It has. It has. Usually we're just like trying to talk to somebody else because we only have an hour with them, we have all you know the time in the world with each other, right. uh, which we still don't utilize to actually speak with each other. But <laughs> <laughs> we do. But then you know, there's we have to talk to the guests, and now that's why we chose to kind of do this and let you guys see uh, who we are as people. Yeah, who we are. If you haven't figured it out yet. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is exactly who we are. Honestly, nothing changes, man. You know, I I'm the same way. Uh, you know. Off camera as I am on camera, yeah. if I'm being real with you. Yeah, uh, you fucking, you are, and that's what I fucking love about you because, um, you know, you're not going to change who you are for anybody. Thank you. Which is a beautiful yeah. thing. Sometimes I don't know where the art stops and I begin, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of tough. You know, I was, I'm, glad, I'm so glad you brought that up because... <laughs> You know, it's something I just struggle with as being like just like a young prolific artist. It's just like, where where do I find time to be awesome by myself outside of the art? Just uh, you know, in let's in my deeper. day. So let's thank you. Deeper. You're you're a good let's, friend. Let's go where does that line draw? Where does it draw? Uh, pussy. 
That's where it draws. Okay. If where it goes like, what does the girl that I'm around want? Does she want more of an artist or does she want a guy who can put all his things aside? You know what I mean? And just be there as a human being. That was a superficial answer, but a very deep one at the end of the day. Once I explained it, you know, that's the truth. Yeah. It stops at like women. Usually that's where I begin in, uh, that's where like art or or my personal identity begins or stops is uh, like uh, uh, what the relationship may need. Yeah. What, what 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 a relationship may need. You know what I mean? True. Just like because there's some women who are like very into the fact that you do a certain thing, even though they love you authentically. They're like they're into the fact that you do shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And then there's other women who are like, I could give a shit. Just like be here now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's just be here. About. Just That's what I care about. And, but you know. at the same time, I want somebody who's really going to um, supplement my life and uplift me yes, at the same time. Exactly. No matter what I'm doing. Exactly. Right? You know? So, I think that's, you know, for me, that's where, you know, where art stops or, like, you know, a part of my identity or something might stop. You know what I mean? A partnership should never be... Uh, well, not stop, yeah. but you know what I mean. It becomes a, more of a give and take. Right. You know, I can open up or, you know, slow things down. Right. You know, but that's the thing. Like a partnership should never be based on what a person does. It should just solely be based on who they are. And but Absolutely. That, you, know, in, in, you know, especially our time with social media and other yeah. shit like that, <laughs> that can really like disillusion people. Oh, know? completely, completely. And it happens to me too. I get, yeah. you know, I, I start to really like somebody based on what they do. And it's like, actually, I don't really know if we really click yeah. well as people in general. Yes. We do on a certain level. Yes. But you're not material for me in terms of a partnership. No. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely fucking true. Uh, yeah. You can definitely get lost in it, you know, and all that stuff. But I do think too, though, there is an aspect to being with somebody who gets it. Cause there's certain people I feel like, yes, they do like you for you, but they also don't get even what you're trying to go for. You know what I mean? Like, especially I think like right now we're both doing a, a bit better in our fields and stuff. You know what I mean? But like, you know, there's that time when you're still working at like some other, you know, job and everything. And it's just like, you know, I was a bus boy going to open mics, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just like, you know, I'd be dating a girl or something and she'd be really nice and she really liked me or whatever. But I'd be like, oh, I can't come over today because I have to do this open mic. <laughs> and she's like, What? Like, I don't, I don't understand, you know? So I think there is an aspect to people. There's a, there's a kind of a, a variety or a combination of people who can like care about you for you, but also understand your art or like what makes you, you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. And it, it's kind of funny, man. I'm thinking I was taking a walk around yesterday. I was playing beach volleyball over at um, Pier 6 down in Brooklyn. Okay. Was it happening in slow motion? That's like, <laughs> that's what I just assume in beach does. volleyball. It's just like no matter what, <laughs> even if it's happening on screen or in reality, it happens in slow motion. It can't that's how not happen. That's how we actually play. Good. I have slow-mo mode that I just fucking tap into. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually moving so fast that time slows down. Gotcha. So it actually looks like I'm moving in slow motion. Yeah. And Danger Zone <laughs> plays every fucking time. Danger no, but for real, what I was going to say was, um, you know, I don't know. I just sang real. Danger Zone and I sang it wrong. I just went Danger Zone. That's not the, that's the copyright free version, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
Maybe that'll be a new theme song. You're entering the danger. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hi, wait. <laughs> Dude, yeah, go on. Uh, what but what I was gonna say was, um, and just to, and, and I'm, this is coming from you know where you were talking about, um, you know that a person that really understands that, because um, not a lot of people, especially that aren't artists that you might be dating or having some kind of relationship with, it's hard for them to understand the life of an artist and somebody who's trying to make a life out of art. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we were talking with Lucy last week and she was talking Mm -hmm. about how she finds so much excitement in the mundane. And I had kind of that same epiphany last night when I was walking through uh, Brooklyn Heights. Yeah, yeah. Now, if anybody listening doesn't know Brooklyn Heights... Um, is a very, very, very nice uh, part of Brooklyn. It's where Brooklyn Bridge Park is. It's west of downtown near the water. Um, And it's a very, very historic area of New York. There are absolutely incredible red brick buildings, brick homes, uh, tons of brownstones there that are super, super unique, tons of cobblestone roads, uh, and Gotta love the cobblestone. Like baby. literally, when you're walking through straight Brooklyn colonial Heights, shit, you feel like you are in the early, like the mid yes. or late 1800s, <laughs> because they literally have homes there that you feel like slavery is happening right now. Sl- slavery <laughs> is still happening. In Heights. You feel like shit is about to pop off, but you're up north, so it's cool. You're like, man, man. You're like, this feels really great. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know if I could have lived here. <laughs> but for real, it's like super old school. Mm-hmm. There's there's fucking like gas lantern lights that are still on the streets in front of homes and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And Actually, uh, me and uh, Tomas Delgato, mm-hmm. the guy, Tom DNYC, you may know him from YouTube, we actually did a tour of that area. Sick plug. Cool. He's going to love me for that. What Sorry. Was the, what was the <laughs> of the episode? Do you know? uh, I believe it's just called uh, Downtown Brooklyn. Okay, cool. And okay, shit, cool. yeah. Yeah. That's um, the actual title, Downtown Brooklyn and shit. Okay, all right. Yeah. I gotta check that one out. It's very cool. I yeah, really we, did like we did like Borough Hall. We did like kind of the courthouse area and all that stuff, right. and then we go over to that uh, park and all that stuff. Yeah, okay. Uh, he was gonna be so mad that I called it that park and all that stuff. <laughs> I have no idea. He tells me all those things, but Phil, I... Phil, In one head, at the other. And you edited it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you edited it or not, but well, no, I didn't edit it, but I shot it. I did tell him to shoot it. So <laughs> it's all good though. Sorry, yeah. go on. What but were you saying? Anyways, it was just I had that kind of same uh, feeling that Lucy had, and because I'm just walking and it's so quiet, so quaint. People have their cars. There's tons of families there. Yeah, I'm looking into these million dollar homes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like the mundane life. <laughs> no, but like really, these people are very well off that live there. But yeah, I'm looking inside of these homes, and it's just very chic. Tons of these homes have very like antique china inside, and tons of art. But it was really just a feeling of like, wow, you know, t- time is literally different here in this neighborhood. Yeah. Time was really slowing down. These are people that are, I mean, I don't know what they do, of course, but I'm sure most of them work a nine to five, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that's completely wrong, but no, no. Um, but I, I felt so 
cool to be there and be like, wow, like this is so much different than the life that I'm living in these areas of Bushwick or Bed-Stuy. I or mean, I get what you're saying. The circle up by Central Park where it's, it's just a different mon- like a different game. scene. It's just a whole entire different environment. It is. No, you're right. And time definitely does go uh, slower in those areas. And there is beauty in the mundane, but I feel like you're able to see the beauty in the mundane because you don't live that life. Yeah. Like for them, that's just their fucking life. Like they're not, they're not tasting a fucking uh, tomato sauce that their wife made and going, mm, oh, the taste of that savory tomato. And oh, we're just here. They're not like that. It's like, hey, babe, did you make the fucking tomato sauce? Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to put more uh, chili pepper in it. You know what I mean? That's what they're thinking. That's their their life isn't. You only think of it in this magical way because you know you, we're used to acting that way through Jerry, through I'm our art and the, the shit kid, we see. I'm doing laundry. Would you just make yourself a fucking dinner for once? You know. <laughs> Plus, also, let me tell you, those people's lives are not mundane. Is like. <laughs> like that's like a very pleasurable version of mundane. That's rich as fuck. Those people ain't yeah. they ain't fucking mundane for shit, bro. They fly. They have places in the Hamptons and shit. Mundane is Wisconsin, my nigga. That's true. <laughs> mundane is Scotch Plains, New Jersey. That is mundane, boy. Absolutely. I don't know. I mean, it just it has it. You know, it is a different mundane for sure. I feel you. No, I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean. But I'm looking at it. I'm like, wow. I'm just trying to fill these 45 minutes. Really, like a really nice time. Like a really nice place to be at in your life. (laughs) I feel you, bro. So when am I gonna make that couple meals so I can get there? <laughs> Bro, you'll get there. You will get there. You will get there. You know. I but know. you know, low key, everybody living there is a fucking savage. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I bet you whoever owns that house is on some fucking uh, what is that? Succession? You know what I mean? On <laughs> some succession shit, bro. But <laughs> they got the whole nice family to close the door, nigga. <laughs> Buy it all. Burn them down. Bro, they got like six illegitimate kids. We own one for every goddamn continent. You know, they don't give a fuck. One for every goddamn continent. (laughs) There's like seven continents. That's my bad, but (laughs) they fucking he got a kid in Antarctica. That nigga got somebody in Antarctica. (laughs) That's a continent. It's one of the seven. You got a half penguin hybrid. That's how rich they are, bro. They into blood rituals, all that shit. Oh yeah. But people out there, yeah, nah, it is it is a different it's a different type of mundane. It does seem nice out there, bro. It does seem nice out there. I will say that. I mean, there's something nice about relaxing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I went upstate. That was that was great. I went upstate uh to Lake Minnewaska. I think I told you about this. It's really beautiful. You can swim in the lake. And uh, did mushrooms or no? We did acid. It was like me and two of my friends. We were just out there for hours, and it was amazing. It's like it's a really long hiking trail, and it's like by the time you walk halfway, it's like right at the shallow end of the lake and everything, you know. And you can swim in it and all this shit. So there's like families everywhere. Mm. And it's cool too because it, it it was uh during the pandemic. <laughs> there's like families everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but it was nice. I mean, hey, we already ate the acid. <laughs> You know, so at this point, I'm a child too. That's I felt the safe. Part of nature. Yeah, <laughs> there's 
there's families everywhere. Just love to see it. There's the mundane. Well, dude, dude yeah, mundane. it was beauty. That's what I'm saying. It's like, mundane, bro, mundane. I was in the fucking lake and I went underwater. I came back up and it was just like beautiful because it was during the pandemic. And you see there's mad families and we're all at this watering hole. It looked like Africa, like how you have like, you know, horse like uh, zebras and fucking like wildebeest like drinking at a watering hole. That's what it looked like. But it was all human people, you know what I mean? And I was just like, nigga, like, this is what life is about. Like, this is about what existence is about and everything. Like, I know exactly what, what you mean. This is what life is about, existing. This, this yes. Is existing, right? Sustenance, like, <laughs> living. Bro, like, dead ass, like, living. Bro, over there fucking licking from the water, like, <laughs> like a fucking zebra. Bro. Where the alligator comes out and just destroys, <laughs> grabs it by the neck, fucks it up. Well, People are getting killed out there. Well, none of that happened. We're talking about in the, you know, we're talking about in the first half hour of the children's movie. You know what I mean? Before the parent dies. <laughs> talking about when they're like, hey, this is all yours. This is our, <laughs> we live in the forest. You know what I mean? <laughs> we give thanks to the other things. Da, da, da. The fucking it's se- that part. This is the sequel to, um, Midsummer. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Minnewaska, baby. Minnewaska. Minnewaska, Minnewaska on ayahuasca. <laughs> but it was fucking beautiful, man. It was fucking it was it was great. Uh it really was. And like of course that is like a so like a trippy like high thought or whatever, but it was it's the truth. Like it was beautiful. It's like we all need water to survive. We we're all hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was we were we all all of us, no matter what walks of life we were on, decided like we want to go out today, see nature, and enjoy ourselves and connect with whoever the fuck we were with. Mm-hmm. And that's all the reasons that we were all in that place right at that time. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, wow, this is just fucking you know, it was just great. It was peaceful. No, if, if there could be any I don't think there could be in any better time to be either on mushrooms or acid <laughs> yeah. with people you love and trust and being around the lake. In the beautiful and open space and like, it's warm and it's just like, bro, dog, that water was hitting. Like, bro. Oh, my God, bro. Oh. Took my first shower in like a month and a half. You're out there with fucking shampoo. Bro, that shit felt so good. Yeah, shampoo. People have you showered Hell in yeah. lakes. I I had my, that. I, I had my old spice. Like, oh. <laughs> just showered in the lake right now. I brought body it. wash to that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are out there shooting a fucking axe commercial. Yeah, axe two and one. <laughs> Shampoo, body wash. <laughs> we got families. <laughs> insert axe bottle here. You can Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. Insert the axe bottle. <laughs> <laughs> New axe, Minnewaska. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Smells like sustenance. <laughs> Smells like sustenance. <laughs> For real, man. No, it's it's nice to connect with people though. It is true. I've done so much mushrooms and like so much psychedelics. It's like it's impossible for me to run from it anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's beating me. You it's won, funny. you motherfucker. It's funny that we're, <laughs> we're talking about that because my friend just hit me up. Um, it wasn't yesterday. It was actually maybe it was yesterday. He um, he got in touch with a shaman. I guess like a super well respected shaman, and they did like a three day ayahuasca trip. <laughs> That's in, hilarious. In Denver. That's the amazing. He's coming to New York, and he's like, dude, I don't know what you have going on, here, but, <laughs> but we need to do this. But you need to put everything off 
and just do at least a day. He's like, it was the most insane, mm-hmm. like intelligent plant mm-hmm. medicine that he's ever used in his entire life. And he said that the people that he was with were having like crazy traumatic, like releases of traumatic things that have happened to them in their lives, like literal memories, like yeah. f- coming out of their body that have been suppressed for you know, fucking 30 years. And like living through them. Like shit from when you yeah. were two years old, like yeah. coming to the surface, like these vivid, vivid memories, just allowing at like your brain, it, the plant just allows your brain to access these, these, these memories and these neurons that you just don't fucking ever use. Well, I've done DMT like three times mm-hmm. and like ayahuasca is basically like DMT, but they brew it into tea. Yeah. So like DMT, when you smoke it, it it uh you're usually out for like a half hour or like an hour max. That's actually a pretty long time. Uh, but like uh, ayahuasca, you drink it and you have to lay. There. That's why they have the shaman because you right. have to like lay there with them. Yes, and it takes hours. It's like it can be like eight, maybe nine hours. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, so it, it's a lot, and you like you know people vom you vomit. People and, vomit. They shit themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Stuff. It's yeah. It's it's yeah. And that's I think that's also an aspect of why you become so vulnerable, also too, because it's almost like you're being like rebirthed, kind of in a way. You come in like you're shit. You're shitting and pissing yourself. Yeah. You're vomiting, and you're in front of people. And it's yeah. like, okay. And it's okay though. It's very okay. That's what they're all there for. You know, they're there for, um, yeah. you know, to get in touch and just release and be vulnerable and yeah, dude. whatever happens. Anybody them. who's in, who like doesn't really uh, know much about psychedelics. I, I suggest you kind of like look them up and kind of get to talk to some of your friends who might've done them and stuff like that. They're not as crazy as you think they are. I've had a lot of friends, you know, like, you know, kind of give me a weird look because I like mentioned mushrooms and stuff. And I feel like now it's a little bit more popular. But, you know, I think we all have a fear of like losing control all the time. We always want control. We always want to put things in boxes. And when you take things like mushrooms and stuff, you don't always get to do that. You just enjoy things or you don't enjoy them. Uh, and that's very scary to people, uh, you know, to like let your guard down fully for a long time. But like you owe it to yourself. Seriously, you owe it to yourself uh, and you owe it to the people around you. It's it's only helped me. I won't say that I haven't made like mistakes since I've done psychedelics. I've made tons, tons and tons, but I'm able to process my mistakes more. I'm able to like change, you know, more and actually take like, you know, put myself in the driver's seat and like choose what I want out of my life uh, from that, you know? Oh. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> kind of... Sorry, as a speech. You know, but. I think... That's kind of the point when we are taking psychedelics. It's to open up space, you know. Yeah. And release, and it, you know, a lot of people grow from it as well. I mean, I remember when I did acid for the first time. I totally, totally grew from it. Yeah. When did you When did you do it? When was the first time you did, I did acid? acid for the first time back in August of 2019, actually. Oh wow! So, so you're relatively new like newer to yeah. it. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. And I haven't. I mean, I've taken mushrooms a couple times. I haven't had like a full on crazy trip yet i've like microdose and i've done you know a little little amount and stuff like that when's uh, the first time you took mushrooms i took mushrooms for the first time actually i think in like may or april or may 
May of last year, April. April. Oh wow! So both of these things April. were relatively new. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. Shit. So you're yeah yeah yeah. May of last year. <laughs> so I'm talking all this shit. You're probably looking at. No wonder you were laughing at me with the fucking sustenance yeah. shit. <laughs> that makes so sense. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that's fucking awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's welcome great, to the club. You know, but I like I noticed that you know because I I've done some mushrooms like kind of dabbling by myself just to see what it would be mm-hmm. like to be by myself and take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know I think with psychedelics and stuff like that you got to be ready for them. Yes. A bit like I wasn't in the greatest place mentally and it was not that enjoyable of a experience. Like it yeah. was bad. Like, yeah. yeah. To the point where I'm like I'm never doing mushrooms again. It was just like you know I don't think I was really servicing myself. Well, I think that's the thing too. You got to really like when you do that stuff, you got to think about what you want out of it and you know how it's going to actually help you and also realize too it's like it it's it's not going to I think a lot of people think too when they do mushrooms they they think it's going to just like oh I take these and then I'm solved now. You know what I mean or I won't I don't know make mistakes or anything anymore and I'll understand who I am. And no, what it kind of does is it does help you understand who you are, but it also makes you understand that you don't always understand who you are. Yes. And it makes you more comfortable with that. Yeah. And like it makes you more comfortable with learning who you are. That's really what it does. You're never going to know who you are. Even when you die, I don't think you're ever going to fully know who you are. It's all about learning who you are day by day, moment by moment. That's yeah, right, that's what life right. is, you know. Right. Uh, and it just makes you more comfortable with just like owning up to mistakes, taking accountability and like making real change in who you are as a human being yeah. and like paying attention to the things around you and the energies around you. Yeah. You know, um, I think like nowadays, now that I'm older, but also because of mushrooms, I can feel energy from people so much easier and I can already tell cause I've lived through certain things and certain personality types now that I'm just like immediately when I meet one, I'm just like, oh, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Or like, I can only go this far with this type of person, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they are an individual. So let me see, but eh, you know, you know, and yeah. I think all that comes through just learning about yourself. Yeah, you know? for sure. For sure. Like what made you want to even try psychedelics? Um, that exact reason. And the kid that, um, told me about the ayahuasca nice. trip that he just did. Um, He's a very close friend of mine. Grew up with him. Been friends with him for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just so loving and so wonderful and such a smart person. Very, very, very smart. His wife is also very, very smart. She's a doctor as well. Or she's not, I shouldn't say as well, but she's a doctor. They run their own holistic uh, health practice out oh, wow. in Denver. Holy shit. Um I'm going to Denver in a few weeks. Yeah, so I should I should we should yeah, yeah, dude, that'd be he nice. Would love to meet you. He, that'd be watched, amazing. Watched a couple of our episodes. Really? Yeah, and um, I'd love to link up with them. Hell yeah! Yeah, they're a great, fucking great group of people, and um, so they're very, very smart. They take you know they don't they they know the ins and outs of like ca- even chemically about everything that drugs are going to be doing like do to you. So yeah. Um. Yeah, he just you know he inspired me to to try it with him, and we were in a super safe environment. We were up at his cottage, at a, like one of the most pristine lakes that you can be in. Yeah, like I think in like honestly the well, United States. Well, it's Denver, dude. So um, 
Or oh, well, this was in Wisconsin. This oh, this is Wisconsin. Huh? In, uh, like way far north in Wisconsin. Okay, gotcha. Like on the border of Wisconsin and Upper Michigan. Okay. Um, but it's a very, very uh, unique lake because there's barely any cottages on it. Okay. Um, so it's so like it's, really just open. It's, it's very just pristine. That's really it's like cool. Limited number of cottages and people, so it's not like a, it's not dirty at all. They take very, very good care of the lake. Um, but yeah, it was like a, with a group of like 15, 16 people. He had a huge fucking get together up there. And uh, yeah, we just, we all took acid and had a fucking wonderful time. That's awesome. Yeah. That's the best way to take acid. Yeah, I'll tell it you. It's amazing. It's so, I mean, yeah, it's such a safe environment and like you're with people you know and you love and it, like nothing could go wrong. Nobody had a bad trip. We exactly. Were for hours yeah yeah acid makes you laugh so fucking hard i was yeah crying laughing for legitimately like an <laughs> hour and a half straight maybe two hours my stomach i literally couldn't even laugh i was like dude my stomach is hurting <laughs> oh that's so great bad. I can't even, like, bring myself to laugh right now like i have to literally detach yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm laughing so hard that's funny but um but yeah so We'll see about the ayahuasca trip. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I you know. I honestly would be down for it. All I that stuff totally takes time, you know, and yeah, that'd be great if, you know, you could try something like that. Like, I, I always tell people, like, if you think you would uh, like to try that stuff, just go for it, you know, and I don't know. Worst comes to worst, you learn something about yourself. It's not it's not as scary as people think, man. It, yeah. I don't know. It's not. <laughs> it, it is crazy, but it's also, it's like, yes, you are going through something, but you know, while you're on a trip, like at least with me, I've always been able to, if I ever feel s sort of weird or something, just go to myself, hey, the only reason you feel like this is because you took mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> like I've done that so many times. I'm yeah. like, you're on acid. <laughs> like <it's, laughs> yeah. that's why this is weird. Yeah. And it's like, there's nothing to actually be afraid of. Right. Remember where you came from. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like where you came from is normal. You knock on a wood and it goes like this. You know what I mean? And it's solid. <laughs> right now you knock on wood and it goes. You know what I mean? And it, and it like has waves to it. It doesn't mean that it actually is waves. It's fine. You're fine. Yeah. Sometimes uh, I get that even when I'm high on weed. Like sometimes I'm like, dude, you are just you're you're stoned. Yeah. Like relax. Yeah. Like don't worry. <sighs> take some deep breaths. Just take some deep breaths and you're fine. And then I don't know why, but for me, like acid and uh, actually, can you let can you let him out? Yeah, come here, Mo. Well, just open up the door. Thanks, dude. Sorry, what were we talking about? We were saying that. Um, oh, I was just talking about how um, you know when you're high. Like oh, to calm yourself you down. Yourself, yeah. Like, relax. Like you just uh, high, take some deep breaths. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely do that too. But I would say, like, for me, I don't know if it's because it's like I do. Uh, weed so much more often than mushrooms or any other psychedelics and stuff. But like with weed, sometimes it can be a little bit harder for me with that. Cause I, sometimes I do get anxious, you know, uh, when I smoke mm -hmm. weed, like that's why I smoke like indica, like specifically, mm -hmm. you know, at the most I'll do like a hybrid or something, but that's really about it. You know, uh, I used to smoke sativa, but I started almost having like panic attacks or like anxiety mm -hmm. and shit like that. Uh, and I would tell myself to calm down, but I'm just still, you know, feel that way but uh mushrooms and acid i've always just been i've never been somebody like uh 
when I'm under it, like the visuals are never that strong for me. You know, like I actually do think because like they say there's a lot of research with like LSD and uh, and like psilocybin mushrooms when it comes to depression and like different like mental disorders and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is all stuff like, you know, that I, I do deal with. I haven't really been to like uh, a therapist in a while, but I've dealt with all that type of shit. And I think that might be some reason why I actually like them or why it's been a bit more normal for me when I use those things. Mm-hmm. Because maybe like a part of my brain, like it actually is like some sort of chemical therapy for it, you know. Yeah. Because I always just feel refreshed and just great. Definitely. definitely. Always, I mean, every single time. They're they're legal now in in I think Oregon and and Washington and yeah right Washington and Colorado I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, they're definitely good for for that. 100%. Right. Percent. Even in even in uh in. Denver and in Colorado, they're legalizing uh, ketamine because there's actually people that are doing ketamine therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because ketamine kind of has that same effect. I've heard about uh, that as as well too. Yeah, fucking amazing. I've I've taken it as well, and it's been it's been pretty good. Um, I had a great experience on it. When you say pretty good, do you mean like similar to mushrooms and shit, or yeah, like? Yeah, I just felt so, and it was like because really I know some shit. people have used it, but I've always, I don't know, something about it always put me off. Yeah, you know what well, I mean. Well, I think that's because of the nature of how you do it, typically, especially in, like you know. It's kind of always seemed like a party drug. It is a powder. Yeah, you're taking it when you're out. Yeah, exactly. And I've just been like, ah, you know, I kind of just felt like I had (laughs) enough things that I do. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, I tap out. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a part of, you know, weed, booze, you know, like gums, just like you would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Coke or anything like that. Um, it's a different high. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you can get a really, really big rush and you're just like, whoa, like, and like it feels like you're going like a thousand miles per hour um <laughs> so you know i've done ketamine i've snorted ketamine i'm not gonna lie uh no it's fine Ew. which is which is it's fine i've had a great night <laughs> you're a grown-ass night, man actually <laughs> you know what I mean? uh, like <laughs> like I, yeah. bro i mean listen i do stand-up and i talk about you know all sorts of shit like yeah. you know i've done coke before it's so you know yeah. that's yeah. mostly where i've stopped because i'm just like i don't want to i don't want to do multiple powders yeah you know <laughs> like yeah, yeah. i've one thing that i've done a few times or whatever but like i don't know i've but then people tell me that it's really great you know but I feel like when it comes to, I don't know, I'm down for psychedelics because, you know, but uh, with psychedelics, they're, they are like therapy for me. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, very like therapeutic and it's just, um, it's almost like religious, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like very ritualistic for me. Like I, I do a lot of like tripping alone, like by myself, mm-hmm. you know, and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so then when somebody tells me that ketamine has that same effect, you know, I almost, like I'm open to it, but then I'm like, just the way that I've seen it be done, I'm yeah. like, does it really? Because if it did, I feel like people wouldn't be doing it in that way. If I can ever get my hands on some like pure, like really good ketamine that you can get from Colorado, yeah, I'll do it. Like yeah, doctor prescribed stuff because they actually have it and I've taken it. Yeah, um, that was really nice. Okay, it was. It's much more pure. It's not cut with anything. Yeah. Do you get what I mean, though? Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, yeah. I don't. Need, I don't mean to be a dick because I have friends that you know have done it and do do ketamine and shit. I'm, absolutely. You know, yeah. Each his own. You know, I'm down, but I just want to know, like, you know. It can be fun. I would recommend trying it. Okay. Yeah, I cool. think you would actually like. It, <laughs> He's in it right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
That's a glowing endorsement from Kyle Esperger. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're gonna you should do that drug. Die yeah, right. <laughs> Kyle told him to do that. <laughs> he would never have done this big fucking lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, I. Uh, but no, I have. I've had some friends tell me. Uh, that I should give it a try and stuff, and I I've had had people tell me that it can be like therapeutic and you know and yeah. really cool. So yeah, I'll give it a try. I don't very give a shit. So. You know, the, the, the pure, life's meant to be lived, you know. Yeah, I felt very very happy and just okay. very like your body just feels so relaxed, which obviously it's a fucking horse tranquilizer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I use it for, but um, yeah, felt very relaxed. Felt very happy. Like very focused, okay. Kind of giddy, okay. You know, yeah. All right, that sounds pretty lit. I wouldn't mind. You know, I'm uh, I'm gonna be traveling a lot. I feel like in this next like year or so, so I'm down to just get some different shit at different places. Like I want to try peyote. Oh, you know, I've never tried peyote before. I want to try peyote in Japan. Uh, weed is illegal, uh, but there's like this mushroom. Like that they've had there that's like it's like a psilocybin mushroom or whatever mm-hmm. that people take all the time and it's like legal actually um and i've heard about it before i've seen it on like vice land and shit like that i'm like fuck i want to so i want to like travel and do, go to different places and do whatever their customary like psychedelic thing is you know it'd be cool that's a hell of a trip yeah. right <laughs> yeah you should that'd yeah, be man. great that'd be a ton of fun Right, fuck it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm already going cross country, which I still can't wait for. Yeah, yeah. A few more weeks, baby. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be on the road, taking this on the road. I'm excited for you to go, man. Yeah, man, dude, you gotta hook me up with your friend in uh, I will. in Denver. I'll put you in touch with them. It'll cool. Be, it'll be great. Hell yeah. Um, I did want to talk about something that we were uh, hitting on. Oh, the mushrooms. Um, just going back to it really quick. I always find that whenever I do mushrooms, I actually learn more about myself after the trip. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. I usually have like a breakdown <laughs> yeah, yeah. after I get off of shrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where I'm like crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like crying and everything is kind of coming to fruition. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everything's surfacing then. Yes. Uh, it's kind of like, dude, the drug is just to get you to that point. <laughs> yeah. And then it's your choice where you go, what road you go down. Yeah. You know? That's really all it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I did DMT and everything, and it's just like, you know, um, one thing if you if any of you guys watch like Joe Rogan or any of that stuff, they talk about DMT. One thing about DMT that's really interesting is that pretty much everybody who does it sees around the same general things. Hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, it's all very specific. And like one thing you'll learn is um, people will talk about going through the the door or going through the gate mm-hmm. because once you do DMT, there's a fucking uh, it's my cat almost fucking lost this shit. He's okay. Um, he's trying to catch a fly, and I love you. See, <laughs> mushrooms, baby. I got a peaceful mind. Now let's get back into this DMT story. Peaceful mind, peaceful squirrel. <laughs> Send us more snacks. <laughs> but um, yes, so. Everybody's concerned about getting through the gate, going through the door. Uh, one thing in DMT, you smoke it, you kind of go into like another <laughs> universe. It's kind of a long story, but it's a different plane. You know, most people who do DMT aren't walking around yeah. doing DMT. They're pa- they're on a bed 
asleep. They're, you know, or they look like they're asleep, right? Uh, so you're going through this magical land, and uh, there's a giant door. And in order to go through that door, number one, you know, all this is happening inherently. Like, it's all empath, like telepathically or like empathically happening to you. So when you're walking to the door, you know that behind that door is all intelligence and all knowledge and everything through that door. It's like the singularity of all human and like alive animal consciousness, like everything that is collectively on this world. You know what I mean? And you know that it's directly through the door and um, and it's a door with like two hand, you know, it's one of those like, you know, double door things and it has a human eyeball on it. Right. So you're like sitting and you're like this tiny little this tiny little speck and the door is almost like infinite, but it's also like regular size. But it's like it's it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird, man. It's fucking. If you were to look up, it would never end. But if you're staring at it, it's just right there, and it's just like a you know a big door. It's a giant door, but it's not any, insanely giant. So, but uh, what was I talking about? <laughs> oh, maybe I shouldn't do so many psychedelics. <laughs> what was I talking about? Fuck. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Oh, yes. Here's what I was talking about. So, the door. The door. The door that's really big, but not. The door that's really big, but not, but is really big. Right? <laughs> the door that is really big. But with the eye with the all seeing eye. Yes, with the all seeing eye. Uh, a lot of people hear about this door, and uh, that's kind of. What everybody wants to reach. Everybody that does DMT wants to reach it. When I did DMT, I heard about the door and I wanted to reach it. You know what I mean? Uh, but one thing I learned when I did DMT, uh, you know, is that the door isn't the prize. Getting to the door is. The door is just like a reward. You know what I mean? Because what it, when you're going through DMT, number one, when I got to the door, I couldn't go through it. Because when you go through the, once you get to the door, you know that there's knowledge and everything on the other side, but you also know inherently that uh, in order for you to go through the door, you have to let go of everything. Everything about you, not just negative, the positive as well. Uh, and just let go of who you are. And uh, it's It's terrifying. Like it's needless to say, it's fucking terrifying, uh, especially when you're not on the earthly plane anymore. Like I was in my bedroom and now I'm in a fucking black abyss where there's shit floating everywhere. And there's a fucking something talking in my head that tells me I have to let go of who I am to see everything. You know what I mean? Can we get a visual of that real quick? <laughs> we can definitely put some DMT visuals in there. They're fucking nuts. They're like peaceful and terrifying at the same time. Yeah. And so, so that's really like what it is. And, you know, since I couldn't do that, uh, you know, I, the trip had to end. Like I couldn't do that. And one of the entities in there, cause there's different entities that like speak to you and shit. So like one of the entities that's like in there was like, what's wrong? You know what I mean? And, uh, I was like, he was like, what's wrong? Just go through the door. Cause to him, he lives in that world. So it's like to him, that's just like a door that you go through. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I'm like, I can't let go. And he's like, what do you mean? You just let go. Like, you know, and uh, I couldn't do it. 
and my trip ended, right? I was right back on my bed and all that type of stuff. And uh, and it was okay. He wasn't mad. He was just like, you know, just let go. And I couldn't. He was like, it's okay. Like, you know, other people can't either, you know? And uh, so I came right back and all that shit. And uh, after I learned that this reality was like real, I was back here again. I was like, oh, thank God. Then I was confident enough to go back because it's so real that it feels like you're like, there's no fucking way that what I was at before you really think like it's what you throw when you're dreaming like dmt is like what you see when you're in like a dream but this time it's fucking there and it's real and it's vivid and it almost makes you think like wait was all of reality actually the dream and i've been here the whole entire time Mm. that's what i thought from the moment that i got there and so i was like trying to accept that like i was there for the reality of it but i was just trying to accept which one was reality because I told you, when I do mushrooms, when I do acid, I can always calm myself down by telling myself what reality is. But now this was so intense, and it was rea- it also was reality that I couldn't do that. It took that away from me. So <laughs> it took the safety away from my identity and who I understood myself to be. It was it was truly fucking uh, insane. Uh, that's when I learned too that I was like, oh, like mushrooms and like acid are like just drugs. Like they're great drugs to help us, but they are just drugs. This is like, uh, uh, it's like DMT is truly therapy. Like DMT ayahuasca, like it's true. It truly is therapy. That is, bro. When you smoke that shit or when you drink it or whatever, it's taking you to another plane of existence. I fully believe that shit exists. Like it's like a gateway to some shit. It's not like a just something you're seeing because of chemicals in your brain it's like yeah or maybe if it is in a scientific way it still has some sort of like uh you know magic makes it sound stupid but there's some sort of connection to another reality and another plane of what existence is yeah i mean why not i mean there's a fucking universe out there that we know nothing about so why even yeah yeah like question it being fake or not possible true but you know, long story short, uh, trillions of stars, you know, no, no, or billions of stars, whatever. No, it's true. Is. And I mean, we could all be in the body of a giant right now. You have no yeah, fucking idea. We have no fucking idea. Um, but back to what I was saying, basically, was like, so I went back. Which is also why we're so important. Yes. Why this podcast is so important. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was well, I was talking about when we were with Mike, right? When we were talking about like I was saying why I think sci- sci- both religious people and scientists think humanity is so important because that's the two, one thing that they have in common. They couldn't be more different, but both of them think yeah. humanity in this certain way is a special thing, mm. and it's like why they think that. And I think it's subliminally because so many other disasters happen. You know what I mean? Like we're in a world full of chaos, but chaos has never happened to us. And it makes us feel like we deserve more or we belong or we're here for some sort of destiny. Like fucking science, right? It's like they they look into the fucking universe. They look out into the universe and they see suns go out every day. Stars die every day. They don't die around here. You know? Not in this neighborhood. <laughs> Not in this neighborhood. <laughs> you know, we're like rich kids. You know, see a fucking crackhead. We're like, yeah, fucking tough break. Yeah. Stars are dying everywhere. It's Hollywood out there. Yeah. All the scientists are just living (laughs) the mundane. 
They're living in Wisconsin. Well, no, the scientists are living in. They're looking out to Hollywood. <laughs> the <stars laughs> they're dying. <laughs> oh boy, we're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, man. And then you know, religious people have their heaven and hell type shit. You know, they're fucking revelations and all this and that and the third and da 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 da. But it's like we're good. They're like, but we're fine because we have our click. You know, it's just interesting. But long story short, the DMT thing. I learned after I went th- back. I went back for the second time. Went through the door, and the door was amazing. But I really, truly realized that, like, going, getting to the door, and understanding what letting go of myself actually was, was the entire meaning of the thing. You know, going through the, you know, the knowledge and shit after was just like a nice icing on the cake. It kind of sounds like a killing of the ego, which a lot of. Yes. A lot of those things are meant to do, especially ayahuasca. (laughs) Which, I mean, you know, if the three cameras have anything to say about it, my ego is still alive and well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I killed my ego a long time ago, says the guy with fucking film lights and three cameras. So anyways, recording his drink? own podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck is my mocha. We need to get an intern. Yeah, <laughs> Jacob, get in here. <laughs> is he? We should just have him be like a. We recently got a new uh, like uh, intern editor guy. We're just gonna have him be like a mystery guest. I actually think he's my little brother, and I don't even. I haven't even met him in person. He's the best. He's great. He's cool, man. What did you say? He was like, <laughs> every bitch loves flowers. Every bitch loves flowers. <laughs> <laughs> speaks facts only speaks facts bro (laughs) the messiah the young messiah the young messiah (laughs) all right i think so well yeah it's jacob for yeah porterhouse porterhouse is nice that's a that's a great bro nickname (laughs) porterhouse also raps the man makes music he raps he just got his studio up and running the man's been in new york for what a month uh yeah, about a month, and he's already making waves. He's already Studio talking to the set. two most influential men in New York City. Can you believe that? He could be. <laughs> I was talking about us. Oh 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 oh! I thought you said he's the most influential man. In <laughs> no, I was saying he's already talking to them. <laughs> the most influential man, men of twenty twenty one. Yeah, man. Bill Risden and Kyle Glenn Olsberger. Yeah, check him out. He's a cool dude. Uh, Jacob Porter. I don't really remember his Instagram right now. No, nah, but he can plug it. But he'll plug it. Yeah, he'll put it up there. <laughs> right here. He'll put it in there, bro. <laughs> Anyways, bro, I think it's time for us to sign off. What yeah, I think so. Right? We're at about uh, 53 minutes, so Perfect. let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get out of here, man. It was great talking with you today. Yeah, man, great talking I, to I you, really too. I needed this. This was a great conversation. Dude, this is great. We've been having things just kind of go haywire for a little bit, and my life's been crazy, and it's honestly, it's <laughs> yeah. great to... It's been nuts. Come back, reconnect with you, kill the kill the ego. Yeah, right. While simultaneously building. It. Yeah, over and over and over again, <laughs> killing it, building it, killing it, building it. <laughs> well, we're you know we're working. You know, I'm I'm building a better me every goddamn day. You know, trying to. This is what it's all about, dude. Us learning about each other, us learning things about other people, and uh, sharing the things we learned. The checks with you. <laughs> the checks and balances of life. The checks and balances, dude. I, I need to start writing ads. Some of the slogans I come up with are 
You know? Did you see that? They had a little. These are all trademarks, but I'm going to be saying them <laughs> online, on camera, obviously. So good luck. Oh, man. All right, let's get out of here. Yeah. All right, we'll Anyways. see you guys later. We'll see you next week in, in, in class. Next week, we're going to be having uh, the guys from La Casa Art House and also. Yes, we will. Um, uh, we may. Well, they might not be next week. Next week, we're going to be having an amazing uh, uh, nightlife legend uh in new york city a beautiful beautiful trans woman who i've been serving in nightlife for four years octavia i cannot wait to have you on um everyone stay tuned for that it's going to be an incredible episode and we will see you next week peace later y'all